You are listening to You Heard It Here Second, episode 43. The podcast is produced every Monday night and airs every Tuesday morning. More information can be found on our website, DerekAndSteve.com. I mean, that's another just explosive hot take. Derek and Steve present. Um, I'm sure they're all-time greats, but we don't know the details of that. <laughs> You're big all in right. the 90s music scene? Yeah, you picked a strong competitor. <laughs> the number two candy and the number four candy. You, you should be able to get those. Those ones. you gotta get. Nerds. Give me some nerds. <laughs> oh, nerds. <laughs> you heard it here second. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 43 of You Heard It Here Second. I'm Derek alongside Steve. Steve, what's going on? Not much, Derek. Uh, what's going on with you? Not throwing, much. Throwing it back at you. There, nah, not too much. You know, we were just uh, we were just talking off the air a little bit about uh, the milestone that's coming up. Uh, this Huge this milestone. Being ep- this being episode... Uh, 43, we are inching closer to episode 50, which we talked about a bunch of times, but closer than that is the one year mark of the podcast, which, which is, is pretty next crazy. Yeah. A year, a full year. So the question becomes, what's the bigger milestone because they're so close together? Is it your year milestone, which is our next episode, mm-hmm. episode 44 yep. or the 50 mark? Yeah. I'm going to say it's the year. I'm going to say it's the year for us, but probably 50 for the fans. Yeah, because, yeah. Because who cares, like, timeline-wise, who we, cares if we about... Only had, we, if we only had one episode, then a year would mean nothing. Exactly. You know? I so think I think hitting 50 could be the celebratory episode, because I know yeah. we've talked about trying to put something together for um, this next episode, even though we'll be both be away at Thanksgiving yeah. holiday. Yeah. So maybe we can consider that. We can still probably do yeah. something small, but we could, yeah, maybe we do something. Yeah. Maybe we do a little teaser to, to, to that or something. Maybe it, send a thank you to the is. true fans. Yeah. True. Yeah. That, that could be, you know, I feel like that could be the 50. We do something, engage the fans more for the 50th, you know? And then, some, and then for the one year, it's just like a just like a little dump of like all the we stuff can that bring we did back, the first We can year. bring back the Snapchat segment from the dead. <laughs> Have people send in snaps. See if people will send in any snaps. We could do that. That's a possibility. That's a possibility. The yeah. Snapchat thing was the, the biggest underachievement we had, I think. It was really a bummer because that was a worked. great idea. It should have worked. It <laughs> we worked. just didn't have enough fan engagement. Yeah. And then my favorite thing, my favorite part about that was that you then ended up, you still used it. You, I, still, you I made my own Snapchat segment. And you would send send Snapchats to our Snapchat <laughs> instead of just recording the audio on your phone. You would no. send the Snapchats to our own Snapchat because it's better when you listen to it <laughs> brand spanking new. Part of a Snapchat, yeah. So um, Snapchat's my medium. <laughs> so uh, before we get into the rest of the episode, we're gonna juggle things up a little bit today. We're gonna do our game show in the first period of the show. Uh, that way, we'll just go right into BC because most of our BC segment today is gonna be about football. I think I suspect. Um, so we'll just put that right at the beginning of the sports section. So we'll do our game show, then we'll do BC sports, and we'll end with uh, Westworld as we usually do. So mm-hmm. uh, without further ado, let's get into our game show. And we have another edition of Know Your Tens with our phenomenal theme song. And we introduce our two <laughs> contestants today, two contestants playing together as a team who many of you saw on the podcast several, several uh, weeks ago, uh, months ago, actually. Devin and Amy, how are you guys doing? Hi. Hello. You guys, how does it, how does it feel <laughs> to be back? How does it feel <laughs> to be back? <laughs> does it feel good to be back finally? I mean, I, I think the public has definitely missed us, and we're just, you know, trying to give the people what they want. That's why you guys are actually back. True. Yeah, we were together when we got the text from Derek, and we were like, oh, my God, they want us back. It only took this many months. Well, welcome back. Um, so if you guys don't know, I'll explain the rules. It's very, very simple. Um, you're playing Know Your Tens. We actually have two rounds of Know Your Tens. The first one is, is pretty easy, but um, we'll see how you do. The idea is you're going to get 15 guesses to get the top 10 of this category, um, top 10 items of this category. Because there's two of you, we will let you um, talk it out and then say like blank final answer and then we'll lock it in and count it. Uh, once you get to 10 cool. guesses, once you get to 10 guesses, we'll only count misses unless you're like crushing it and you've, you've ne- you haven't missed Wait. any. 
it's once we get ten right. No, once you get to ten, once you get to once you get to ten guesses, once you're down to five guesses left, we might only count misses instead of, like, let's say you have ten, you you've guessed ten times, and you only have five right. That would mean you have to get the next five right. We might just only count okay, misses. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but well, that depends on how you're doing. So <laughs> either way, are you guys ready to play? Are you guys ready to play? Know your tens. We're ready. Let's go. <laughs> All right. All right, your game is you have to guess the top 10 most searched Thanksgiving side dishes in, 2000, in 2016. Uh, all right, all right, all right. From, oh my compiled God. from what over... Year? Sorry, what year? This year compiled okay. from October and November. So the top most okay. searched Thanksgiving side dishes in 2016. Okay. All right, whenever, all right, whenever you want, you're you ready. Start and you don't have to go in order. Okay. We'll let you know yeah. which numbers they are. Okay, Devin, Candy, Diam. Okay, um, green bean casserole. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you got to lock them in. You, you in or out? You got to lock them oh, in okay. one at a time. So final, yeah, okay. Final answer, green, uh, green bean casserole. We'll start with that because that's a definite. All right, green bean casserole. Correct. That's number seven Boom. on the list. One for one. Nailed it. Okay. Um, plus uh, two, candy jam. Potato. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too. Candied yams, so final, final answer? answer candy yams. Let me see candied yams. Number oh, number eleven. Candy Dan number is number 11. eleven on the list. Oh, oh that seems ridiculous. All right, <laughs> all right, Amy, get your head in the game, please. Mashed potatoes. Can I see? Um, ma- yes, but wait, but people know how to make mashed potatoes, don't you think? No, but no, not necessarily. You would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. We'll do mashed potatoes. Okay. Final answer. Mashed potatoes. Final answer. That's number one. Oh, God. Number one on the list. Oh, Ima- okay. Imagine if you didn't yeah. do mashed potatoes number one on the list. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Something with cranberry sauce. Yeah. Okay. God, it's like we're so insane. Um, <laughs> cranberry cranberry sauce. sauce. All right. Final answer. Let me see cranberry sauce. Another one. That's three for okay. four. I guess. Okay. Um, That's a hot pace. Something with sweet potatoes? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's why I said candy yams, because I was like, you know, a lot of people like or sweet potatoes. Sweet potato or like a butternut squash or something. Can, can we just say like sweet potato? Sweet potato pie is dessert, so that's not a side, right? <laughs> oh, oh, dessert? Oh. Wait, wait, okay, I'm getting so many ideas. <laughs> what if it's just yams? Wait. <laughs> um, but yams is different than... Sweet potato, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, they are technically a different vegetable. <laughs> okay, we've got we've got. Are they a vegetable? Yes, they're yeah. definitely a vegetable. <laughs> let's do. Let's try yams. What about let's gopher yams? No, I think we should do sweet potatoes. I think I'm wrong. I think I'm wrong. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> but, but what about butternut squash? Okay, let's try that. Let's try that. What are we going with? Butternut squash. What, butternut squash is the answer here. Butternut squash. Yes. All right. Can I see butternut squash? No, no. butternut squash. Okay, I think we go back to the green route and we go with Brussels sprouts because everyone loves Brussels sprouts now. They're like back. They're like, like roasted, roasted yes. Brussels sprouts. Everyone loves They're very hot. They're hip. They're very hot Ooh, right what now. What about stuffing? Oh, there we go. Okay, that's much better than what I had. <laughs> yeah, let's do stuffing. I just feel like Brussels sprouts are a little too trendy. They're not very traditional. I don't know. I'm a little... <laughs> I, think, I think you're thinking... Oh, you're overthinking this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got one. What's your guess? Okay, seriously. Okay, yeah, okay. stuffing. Stuffing. Final answer. Yeah. Correct. That's number two on the list. So you guys got one and two. So already. let me let you're me. You're not doing great. No, you're doing great. You're doing so you're, let me give you your update. You're four for six. You've only missed two, and you've guessed the number eleven okay. on the list. So you've gotten that one out of the way. Um, you've guessed number one, number two, number five, and number seven. So you still have to okay. guess the number three, the number what four. Were five and seven. Five and green seven were casserole? cranberry sauce and green bean casserole. Oh, okay. So, and I also What's want like to... the third thing? Oh, gravy. Duh. Oh, yeah. God, we're bad at this. Yeah, gravy. <laughs> Final answer. I think it's because we don't... Yeah, gravy. Final, Final answer, answer, gravy. We don't cook the food. Well, and also, I don't like gravy, so like... Gravy's not on the <laughs> list. <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> no. Not joking. Gravy is not on the list. Is this even America? What? <laughs> How? Gra- it's... So oh my Lord. it's possible maybe it, gravy wasn't classified as a side dish. I don't know. Uh, Do you eat gravy as a side? 
I also want to offer that one, like, s- one small hint. I heard you guys talking about this. Uh, yams is not on the list. I just want to tell you that. Candied yams, oh, yams you. is not on the list. Thank you. That was we helpful. needed that, Derek. We needed <laughs> that. I wouldn't have let it go. Um, <laughs> all right, we, we go, go back, back to, to green. Do we go to... No, I think I think we maybe do the Brussels sprouts. I think you're right. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, what? I'm corn. Thinking, corn. I was thinking corn. Yeah, yeah, corn. Creamed corn. Don't people do that? I don't know. People are creamed weird. spinach. I don't know. I'm thinking of like all the gross foods that I wouldn't eat. That I don't like put on my plate. Yeah. <laughs> what about like a roll or like the, that's what um, I was thinking. Rolls, but like, is that a side dish? Like biscuit? You guys? Or like cornbread or something? <laughs> I, I, I love the brainstorm. This is standing brainstorm. That's a killer brainstorm. What are you going with? Like a roll. Can, Ro- okay, let's do. Yeah. What should we do? A biscuit or what? It's we not can like do, a dinner roll. We can do biscuit Half dash like, rolls if you want. Okay. We can say biscuit slash roll. Yes. Yeah. Lock it in. Lock it in. Biscuit slash Lock roll. Correct. Rolls. Yay, just rolls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So All right. That was number four. That was number four. So you're still missing number three, number six, number eight, nine, and ten. All right. Okay, we just had a bunch of ideas. And you're five for we eight. Had... Five for eight. Okay. We just had um, a bunch of good ideas. Aimed. We said corn, yeah. cream, spinach, Brussels yeah. sprouts. Yeah. Maybe like sweet potato. Egg. Put it back in there. I don't know. Let's just say screw it and say them all. Yeah. I'm. I don't know. Okay. I'm like, what is number three? Like, I need to know. Okay, let's, you get your turkey. Let's, let's, let's. Wait, are you guys, let's, are you going to make a, a, a guess? <laughs> what, what's the guess is here? <laughs> Amy, do your, do, you pick the first one. I'm just, um, corn. Corn. Can I see corn? No, I don't think it's corn. Creamed corn. Creamed corn is actually the oh. answer. We'll give it to you because we heard you say it five times. <laughs> okay. I was like, cream. I definitely said creamed corn because yeah. I think that's you correct. Did. Uh, okay. Number nine on the list, creamed corn. <laughs> number nine. So we're number three. three. Um, okay. Like salad? Another, oh, wait, about like carrot? Like we always have like carrots in my house. I don't know if that's like, no, that's not, that's just, that's not a thing that people do. <laughs> sorry. Okay, sorry. I'm a rabbit, um, so we always like to Yeah, I was just going to make that joke, but I thought that was me. I'm glad. <laughs> Um, what about squash? I think I want to go back to squash. I think we should go with Brussels sprouts or cream spinach. Cream spinach reminds me of like steakhouses, like yeah. Capital Grill, not like Thanksgiving. Did, oh, okay. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Um, what do you think, Brussels sprouts? You got. You got, you got to give me something here. Okay. Okay. Gotta, yeah. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Go. Let's lock it in. Brussels sprouts. Lock it in. Correct. Number six Ooh. on the list, Brussels sprouts. Okay. You were right. Okay, they are cool. very they are a very hot item right now. Everybody wants to do Brussels <laughs> sprouts. Super trendy. Super trendy. Alright, so you are and missing I don't know what number three is and it's we have one more. No, no, you so you're missing three, eight, and ten. And how many guesses have they? You are seven for ten, which is pretty incredible. We will give you five, what do you want to do? Five let's, guesses or five see. misses? Let let's let's see how we're doing. Let's see how we're going. Guesses, so Technically, you got five guesses Technically left you to have get five these three, left. but if you, if you can start to make some traction on them, then we might extend it. So I will give you a little oh, bit okay. of a hint okay. in that three is not three is not like some Thanksgiving staple that you're missing. Three is a little bit surprising. On it's this surprising, list. but it's definitely a side. Yes. Okay. Like, that's why I think like mushroom salad. Uh, what? No. I don't think... People just have mushrooms. I don't know. Like, I don't eat mushrooms, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's do. Let's do a. Let's try a salad. And I mean, yeah. Okay, never mind. But <laughs> can we just say like salad? You can just say salad if Is you'd like. Not, no, I cannot. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Every time I doubt Amy, she's right. So let's do salad. Salad. Let's lock it in. Salad. <laughs> no salad. Oh, no man. salad. You are now seven for eleven. I got too okay. cocky. Three got left. Cocky. Three happened. left. Um, something with, let's do something with squash. I'm sorry. I have to do it. We guessed butternut You guys guessed butternut squash already. Right? Oh, we did? We yeah. said butternut yes, squash? Yes, you guessed yeah. butternut squash. Yeah, we got it wrong. Oh, sorry. Okay. And I will something just... with sweet potato then. Yeah, sweet potato something. Just like sweet can potato. Can we just say that? Yes, you can. Something you can... that sweet potato is the main ingredient. 
Give me something that sweet potato is the main ingredient of. <laughs> you are correct. Yes. Number eight, sweet potato casserole. <laughs> sweet potato ah, something. I nailed it. Sweet potato casserole uh, yeah, does, okay, does cool. qualify. So you guys, you are crushing it. Let me let me tell you where you're at, okay? You are eight for 12, which is pretty incredible. You need the number three side and the number 10 side. And you've already missed the number 11 side. So you're in good shape. We're going to... I'm going to let it ride and give you three more guesses to get two. What do you think? Yeah, let's do you it. You get three guesses to get two of them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Number three and number ten, who are you? What if three is just like <laughs> butter? Like, <laughs> no, because remember it has to be able to eat it on its own. Yeah. Learned that with I will say these are both legitimate oh, sides. Yeah. These are sides, yep. These are both what? Legitimate side side dishes. They're okay. not. If but you're okay. wondering. These if, if, not if, necessarily Thanksgiving related. Butter's not on the list. <laughs> well, technically, it's in all uh, of the ingredients. So I, is, I would, but, to answer whatever. your question, Devin, I would say they're not exclusively Thanksgiving-related foods. They're not considered that. Okay. What about? We were right with Brussels sprouts. What about another green, like asparagus or something? Oh, maybe asparagus. Do people eat? Is that okay? I'm try- like ham is another meat, but that's not a that's, that's not a main dish, not a side. I'm yeah, thinking like. Fine. We already guessed dinner roll, so like cornbread and all that stuff. I'm trying to think of specific to my Thanksgiving. There's like multiple kinds of stuffing, but I just assume that like there's only one stuffing on the list. Yeah. There's only one so. stuffing. There's only one stuffing on the list. Stuffing. Yeah, okay. Um, hmm. let's, let's, do another veggie. Veggie. let's do another veggie. Yeah. Let's do, um, what if it's like a pasta salad? Do people do that? I don't know. No, no we're not. Probably. We're not all Italian. <laughs> I think yeah. Italian. I'm not Italian either. It occurred to me. Uh, okay, let's try another veggie, either like broccoli or asparagus. Let's go with asparagus. I think. Okay. I, I don't think we're right, but I think we just gotta guess. All right, let's try asparagus. Okay, so asparagus. Mm, no asparagus. Oh, yeah. You know. Down to two yeah. guesses. I don't think there's any more veggies. So, I think people like don't eat that many. Like, should we give them a hint? Like, yes. yes. We'll get, we're, we have one right. more. We have one more hint for you guys. How about that? Because you have two guesses left. Right. You need to get two right. Derek, do you have okay. a good guess? Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this is this should be a good hint. Um, one of the two foods that is left on here, you guys have said it already. Oh damn! Finished. And you decided not to go with it. And it was probably cream spinach because I said not. Yeah. It, yeah. Let's do it. All right, let's okay, lock it in. Spinach. Let me see some cream spinach. <laughs> it's cream spinach. <laughs> oh my god! For the win. That's number ten. That's number ten. Always right. <laughs> so you guys, just so you know, this is your last guess, and and it's number three, and it's number, the number right. three on the list. You're nine guessed. for fourteen, and you've already set the record. And I'll say this: you haven't been even remotely close to this food. to this food yet. <laughs> Well, kind of. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, semi, semi close, but. <laughs> but you're, you're. But we already broke the record. You did. You yes. broke the record, but so you, you can quit now if you'd like. <laughs> okay. So you were you remotely, been close. remotely close. You, know, you, that, I, you were remotely that close. That's my favorite part. You were remotely close on one train of thought. But this is what probably about, just confusing you like, more. But what, when he, no, no, no. When no, when the people do marshmallows with like, um, we already yeah, that's that. why I said candy yams. That's yeah, the candy yams. Oh, that's the candy yams. That was num- yeah, that was number eleven. Also, you cover it in marshmallows. Basically, like marsh, like I'm trying to think of like the fattiest fat thing that like you eat, would just eat because it's Thanksgiving and you'll eat everything. Ham, cornbread. Not a bad train of thought. What did he say? Not a bad train of thought. Okay. Not a bad train of thought. Not a bad <laughs> okay, like fatty foods. <laughs> well, cornbread, I think we kind of covered. Yeah, not, it's, right. not, it's not cornbread. Okay. No, that, that was grouped okay. in with yeah, the maybe rules. Maybe you just tell us what it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, okay. the, well, no, I can tell you're guessing like, some things in, this, in like similar category to what you already guessed. It's not, it's, not in, it's not like grouped in with something you already guessed. Okay. Okay. Okay, um, Amy, I'm drawing. I'm, not, I'm looking at my plate. I have mashed something, potatoes, some sweet potato. I have 
a green. I have cranberry sauce. I have turkey. I have carrots, but that's okay. Nobody else does. <laughs> a fat food. <laughs> that is fat. Butter. Fried butter. Deep fried butter. Uh, a deep fried turkey. I don't know. Like something. All right, we're gonna need. We're gonna need to guess, girls. We're gonna need to guess. Okay, we need to guess. Um, a deep fried Snickers. <laughs> no, 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 pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Can we guess a dessert? Um, you can guess a dessert, but there are no desserts on this list. But it won't be on there. So let's <laughs> okay. do that. Yeah, yeah. That's wrong. Um, <laughs> that. Man, this is a tough one. I don't want to give you any more, more hints because the perfect game is more. still yeah, yeah we, still available. Like something pillsbury. Cinnamon roll. <laughs> I really don't know. I've like thought of everything I can possibly think of. Like more like veggies. The craziest thing is it's number three and it's like it's this will keep me up at night. So I'm just telling you guys. <laughs> well, what if, tell what if we didn't tell you? Them. I know. What if we didn't tell you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll wake up in the middle of the night, like what is number three? <laughs> Um, um, maybe like another casserole or something. Oh no, we got sweet potato casserole, right? Yep. Yes. Maybe um, tuna casserole. Ew. So, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other casseroles. Um, we got to guess. Scallop potatoes. I don't know. Oh, cheesy, cheesy potatoes. Cheesy. Cheese. Oh, like Some... grat, grat. What do they call it? Like au gratin. Yeah. Potatoes <laughs> au gratin. <laughs> Oh, gratin. Oh, gratin. I'm trying to give it a French twist. Potatoes <laughs> au gratin. Are we, are, what do you got? Is that the guess? Oh. Pot- yeah, yeah, that's our final guess. All right. Potatoes au gratin. Potatoes au gratin. So, it's you guys, so close. Are you ready to hear number three on the list? Yeah. Right, it's going to bum me out. Fan favorite macaroni and cheese. I, I hate that. America. <laughs> I thought of that. that is not. I thought of that, and I was like, I, "That is at Thanksgiving, and people do need it." Yeah, yeah it's like baked yeah, with the crumble. It's like baked with the crumbles on it. Yeah, no, I don't get me wrong. It, it oh, also, amazing, Devin, but. a little bonus for you. Twelve on the list was glazed carrots. Oh, Devin, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I've ever it's fine. <laughs> you right. owe me. All right, so wait, guys, uh, did did we win in the you, in comparison to your other? In comparison to all the other contestants, you were the winners. You this got is, nine out of ten, which is very, very impressive. This is the highest score we've had thus far. I think we have benefited from being able to discuss this with another I, party. I think. I agree. Yeah, with, I, I agree that two people <laughs> make it probably a bit easier. Um, and also, you're the first uh, contestants to actually stick to the, the strict fifteen guests. Yeah, they, that's the got, first. You still got nine oh. out of fifteen because oh. usually we well, give. Good. I feel good about that. Usually we give away oh, yeah, free guesses at the end, so. But we couldn't give away free guesses with a perfect game on the line. So uh, phenomenal 9 for 10. <laughs> We're almost out of time, but I do want to quickly try to run through a very fast version of round two. So okay. the way this is going to work, the way this is going to work is you're just going to have 30 seconds and you're going to yell out as many of these as you can. And we're going to try to keep track oh, of how awesome. many you can get right. Okay. But you have okay, to, right. whoops, Steve. I, just, got, I got it. <laughs> okay, here we go. So you are going to try to name as many foods as you can that were eaten at the first American Thanksgiving feast in 1621. All right, Steve's going to start a timer soon. You're going to get you're going to get 45 seconds and try to like alternate maybe or something. So no, that just, yell, clearly, just yell, okay, them yeah, just yell them out. Just yell them out. And they're weird. Okay, they're, then I think I have one. They're V weird. Okay, they're not normal. All right, okay. on your mark, get set, go. Corn, maize, maize, maize is right. Um, maize is on there. Yeah. Wait, corn is not? Corn is not. No, because they called it maize. You guys are wasting time. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> uh, like salted potato. Any salted meat, like salted fish or something like that? No. Nope. Fish is on the list. Fish is on the list. We'll give you fish. Um, uh, right. Berries. Pumpkin. Um, Dried blueberries no, on the list. Uh, Dried blueberries on the list. Did you hear me say, did you hear me say potatoes? Some type of... Potatoes like, is not. Boiled pumpkin is. Uh, like Tur- bread. No turkey, no bread. 30 uh, seconds. Ham, um, squash. Squash is on the squash list. Squash is on the list. Uh, oh my God. Pig. Pig Bacon. is not on the list. I already, I, um, uh, I already said dry 10 fish. seconds. Um, like a, a biscuit or like a... No, 
No bread. No. Beer. Nope. Beer's not yeah, on, I um, wish beer's on the list. Wine. Mead. Um, um, flatbread. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you are timed out, but you did get one, two, three, four, five. Which is pretty good. Five is pretty, pretty good. good. Wow. Um, we're gonna read you what through. We're gonna read you through the list. You got maize, dried blueberries, fish, squash, and boiled pumpkin, which are very respectable. Probably the top yeah. tier of things you should guess. Yeah. The rest mm-hmm. of the things on the list eaten at the first American Thanksgiving in 1621 are goose, oysters, eel, mussels, nuts, parsnip, duck. Onions, swan, red and white grapes, dried beans, lobster, venison, cabbage, clams, collard greens, red and black plums. So, wow, you guys probably got so the top like oddly specific like colors <laughs> of fruit. Oh yeah, red and black plums. Yeah, you could have said black <laughs> plums, and we would have given you both red and black plums. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, I'm sorry we wasted so much time in the first game, but I'm not sorry because we won. So. Yeah, you know. no, no, and no, because the, we the, never would have guessed any of those foods. The second, the second game is designed as rapid, designed as rapid fire. So. Yeah. That's a lot of meat. On yeah, that first Thanksgiving. A lot of meat. It is so. All right, well, Devin and Amy, hey, thank you so Bob. much. The reigning champs, the new champs. <laughs> new champions, the, the title holders. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah, no, both of you. Back, oh, yeah, I want a framed portrait of something. <laughs> of something? All right, we'll get your <laughs> frame <laughs> of, of mac and cheese. Get your framed portrait of, of mac yeah. and cheese. Great, thank you. <laughs> All right, Awesome. Thank- well, thank you both for being on. You've, you've been lovely contestants. This is the second time we've had an excellent show with both of you, so you're definitely invited back on. Cheers, guys. Can't wait. Uh, all right. Happy Alrighty. Thanksgiving. Me Thanks. Too. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. See you oh, guys. Yeah. yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. So thanks to Devin and Amy Excellent. for the best performance yet. On Excellent a, on, job. Nine out of ten, 10 is probably going to be hard to beat. <laughs> you're going to be. you're gonna have to be. get a perfect round to beat that. Yeah. Although having two people is definitely oh, yeah, an advantage. Yeah. But exactly. it's, it's a different category almost. Like if someone comes along and gets 9 out of 10 by themselves, still be insanely impressive and probably be considered the individual title holder. But um, I, w- I want to say that when they were rattling off names yes. early, like rattling off sides early on in the, sh- in the uh, guessing portion, they named four in a row, just boom, 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 named four in a row. And then all of a sudden Devin went, Maybe we should just guess them all right now at once. <laughs> and, and we almost, Derek and I almost like freaked out. We're like, just do it. Guess all four. We'll just boom, 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 bing, yeah. bing, bing, bing. Um, but they went one by one and still did an excellent job. But it would have been unheard yeah. of to just lump just, four correct guesses and, together and, and, and shove them and off. In that group of four, they were both creamed corn and creamed spinach. Like like specific yeah. variations They're of like, these uh, vegetables. Brussels sprouts, sweet potato <laughs> something, creamed corn, creamed spinach. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, maybe, maybe we should just guess them all four. <laughs> yeah, they crushed it. But very very well done. Excellent job. The yeah. Nine out of ten is the highest. Um, and, and this is only the fourth time we've done this. So yeah. that's pretty impressive. Maybe we should make them a bit harder. Yeah. But I, I feel Second like round was hard. nine out of ten is going to be hard to beat. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Also, so. can we? So we're not doing Who Done Did It for the second straight week, but we really love our theme music. So I'm going to request Derek to play it. Who did it? Who did it? <laughs> Who, did it? Who, did it? Who did it? Mm, I love it. What a theme song! It's so perfect. Like I wish we played "Who Did It" more often. Such good contrast. Who I know. We, we need to get back to "Who Done Did It." Yeah, it's a little harder to organize "Who Done Did It" than yeah. "Know Your Tendencies." It requires a bit yeah. more prep. Yeah. So, um, plus we, you know, a lot of a lot of times the games can be lengthier if we're gonna, you know, if like you know we had the discussion was hilarious between Devin and Amy mm-hmm. brainstorming, but it does take longer. So we yeah. wouldn't even probably have time to do two games today. Um, but with that said, we'll go straight into the sports section, which will start with BC. So now I know we've been doing the BC section at the beginning of the podcast, but we're going to really kind of do a little bit less of it today and just kind of lump it in at the beginning of sports since it's basically just BC football we're going to talk about. Yep. So BC football, uh, as nightmarish and roller coastery as this season has been, uh, come out over the weekend and for whatever it's worth, look pretty impressive against UConn. Um, a team that, you know, last in fairness, last week, you and I thought might give BC trouble. Yeah. Um, UConn has beaten a few good teams this year. Overall, it's still a bad record. I think they were 3-7 and seven coming into the game. But they play, you know, they play up, you know, their schedule-wise. They play up against good competition the way that bad teams should, you know, to try to get on the map. Um, BC blows them out. They're doing nothing. They start Patrick Tolls again, which is stupid, but they, they did, and, and they well, won. I was going to bring that up. So 
BC, the, the the moral of this story is BC beats UConn 30 to zero. They crush them. They look pretty good. Yep. Now you play for a bowl game against Wake Forest. Do you, should you have sat Patrick Tolls that game? Yes. I think so too. Uh, so, because, I mean, if it was close, then you could maybe make the argument that it's, Adazio is making the right decision to try to get for, to a bowl. He is. He, he's trying to get to a bowl, but... To save his job only. Yes. That's to, it, to, though. To save his job and maybe to get the seniors into a bowl game. But that is not what you're supposed to do as a, as a program, as somebody running a college program. You don't, you don't sacrifice your future to get your seniors into a bowl game at 6-6, six and six at a, which is a step backwards from two years ago. You know, like, I, I do not want to hear that it's a step forward from 3-9 and nine last year. We, we talked about this already. Six and six is not a step forward. Six and six is a failure this year. There were four automatic wins on the schedule. So the fact that one of the automatic wins was no longer automatic as of last week. Yeah. Like it is, is enough in itself to tell the story. So yes, I still want, I still want BC to win next week, uh, this weekend. I want them to beat Wake Forest. I changed my mind on that. I do want them to go to bowl. So you do. So I just don't want the, Steve Adazio to get credit for it. <laughs> I don't. So I, I can't say I don't want them to go to a bowl. Cause I do. Yeah. I want them to go. Yeah. Six and six and go to a bowl. It's going to be the most yeah. limping into a bowl season that any team's ever had. Yeah. How terrible our schedule was and how poorly we played the majority of the season just to limp into the yeah. GoDaddy Bowl in Toledo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, I would like to use bowl games as an excuse to travel and see my football team True. play. And I absolutely I don't, want, don't to. want to go to this bowl game, no matter where it is. Yeah. Like, if it's in New York, if it's like... We, let, hypothetically, yeah. it would never be this because it's too high profile of a no, bowl. But, but not, if it was the pinstripe bowl, it could be. It could, so BC was at, in the pinstripe. I was thinking about this the other day. BC was seven and five, and they were in the pinstripe bowl. So it's, I think six and six is a possibility. But if it uh, was like to let's, be in that bowl, but then I would really, really want to go. Like the, yeah. the, we have a bunch of friends in New York. It's an excellent experience. It's very close. Yeah. But we don't deserve to be there, and yeah. we know it. And yeah. like we're gonna get blown out by whatever team we play against. It's just. I don't know. It, it, it's hard unless to unless we face some automatic qualifier that is from a weak conference. Then maybe it's the same level. I don't but know. I mean, it's, BC, uh, look, yeah, BC did look good. This was a good game, thirty to zero. It, we crushed them. UConn had negative six rushing yards. I mean, defense was on the game. Defense. This is like the third time we've held an opponent to negative rushing yards, and and they've sometimes been against decent teams. But when I say decent, I mean not like subdivision teams. You know, yeah. like Division one teams. But you know, again, it's the. I think the defense is not as much what we've complained about all year anyway. The defense certainly hasn't been what it was last year. I mean, against the against the best teams, the defense was by no means good. Um, but that's not really what we have been complaining about all year. We've been complaining about the offense and the coaching. And, you know, I mean, yes, it was better in this game, but, like, the defense did, the defense did score a touchdown and forced a bunch of turnovers. And, you know, I mean, I wasn't blown away by Patrick Tolles in the offense. We decided to call a couple of plays for Jeff Smith, who's our best player, and and it worked, and it worked. out very well. <laughs> we threw, you know, he burns everybody on the outside in single coverage, and we throw to him like once a game, actually less than once a game, but we did this weekend. So I mean, look, I, it's, I, I so want to go to a bowl game, but question, I don't want Adazio to be able to put that feather in his cap and and convince our idiotic staff and management that that's a successful season. It's not. It that was already it's already out the window long ago. So this is a very confusing win as a fan and as a team because it's a domination win against a team you should dominate. Mm -hmm. We've been we've beaten some bad teams like we should and we get crushed by mediocre or good teams. It, it, it it's feeding us into this okay, let's just look at the record statistic. Yeah. It's almost like wins in baseball. Like it doesn't really matter if you're I mean, that's a maybe not a great comparison, but the statistics of a six and six season, unless you look at the crap teams you've played and beaten to get there, are a joke. Like we, we do not deserve to be at a bowl. Yeah. We definitely don't, and we might make one. I would like us to, just because I, I want to see the program succeed, and maybe mm -hmm. people, recruits, and things won't see that we played B Buffalo, Wagner, UMass, yeah. and UConn, yeah. and beat NC State and Wake Forest. That would be our six yeah. wins, which would be the most joke schedule that. It's anyone's those, put those, yeah. most joke six wins that anyone's put together. Yeah, to I mean they're the six weakest teams on the schedule. So you 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 beat the six weakest teams and you lost the six strongest teams, yeah. and that's and not Wake, that's not successful. And Wake Forest season. is not a given. Yeah, Wake Forest is not a given. They're Wake Forest is better than BC. They're a good football so, team. Yeah. We would have to win a good game. Yeah, which is the only redeeming factor to making the bowl is that is that, is that NC State and Wake Forest are 
are somewhat legitimate teams. ACC I mean, opponents yeah, as well. Exactly. So we luckily didn't go winless in the ACC again. Yes. But yeah. and, having two wins is still really bad. Yeah, and, and like, and don't don't confuse this with me uh, for me saying that it's not an improvement over last year. It obviously is an improvement over last year. But and and the the baseline we're looking for is not to improve over last year. We didn't win a single game in the ACC, and we went three and nine. If we had, that's a, not that's not a high bar. So, and this out. comes back to because six and six make a bowl game. I'm fine with in in most scenarios. Like, yeah. fine. We made a bowl game. Cool. That's what you're rooting for when you have a bad season. You're yeah. rooting to make a bowl. Yeah. But the way Adazio has gone about this season, basically saying we're a good football team. We've just caught in some, we've caught some yeah. bad breaks. Yeah. Every single loss, there's an excuse. Every single one, and it's a different excuse. You just picks one from the hat and says it it's yeah. never we need to get better as a program we need to do this we need to do that i need to be better it's always this team geared up against us oh lamar jackson's a really great player we have a yeah. tough schedule blah blah like all these yeah. excuses that are barely excuses yeah so it's hard to root for adazio knowing that he's literally just playing to keep his job yeah. so that he could do the same thing next year yeah. like you're not rooting for a future program you're rooting you're rooting for a, a program that's dreadfully trying yeah. to keep itself at six and six, yeah. which is bad, which, yeah. which, which you don't not, want, which is not where you should be. And so going back to the, you know, just summarizing the, the tolls question, you know, tolls, we said this several weeks ago, tolls shouldn't have been starting anymore because, because you, your goals are not to make a bowl game, especially with the schedule you had this year going six and six shouldn't have been the goal because that's an easy goal. Like you don't, you're not supposed to set easy goals for yourself. So, Going six and six was the easiest, and we're saying this like they've already beaten Wake yeah. Forest. This is a colossal failure if they don't make a bowl game. Remember, we said at the <laughs> beginning of the year that seven wins was the fewest they should get. Like they should have at least seven wins, because four of them were automatic. So let's remember that if they lose to Wake Forest, this is a colossal, colossal failure of a season. If they if they beat them, it's a it's okay by the measurable of making a bowl, it's a successful season. But you know, it's just what I'm terrified of is that Adazio can convince his higher ups that that that's the case he's like hey look yeah. three and nine to six and six we'll go nine and three next year like adazio like, w- like treats it that way we've signed adazio's check like i i am yeah. comfortable with my opinion of adazio and i feel like the fans understand the type of coach and person he is now it took a while but he's kind of just a smoke and mirrors guy like a yeah. big rah rah we're gonna recruit we're gonna put a fence yeah. around massachusetts we're gonna do this do that <laughs> blah 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 and it, then all he does is basically cower and play not to lose and hope that he can keep his job. Yeah, yeah. And Brad Bates is an idiot. And <laughs> I mean, I don't know who's making decisions. It's, mo- it's got to be majority Brad Bates, but uh, it's hard to, I don't know. It's, it's cause you can't root against an, it's weird to root against an AD. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because you want, I mean, cause you're not rooting against the other sports. Yeah. Like we've done a terrible job at basketball, which obviously should be included, but yeah. we've done fine at hockey. We're, we're good. At a lot of the minor sports, sailing, golf, tennis skiing all those yeah. white suburban sports we're pretty right. good at yeah. but it, it's hard to it's weird to be rooting against just not the football team you're rooting for like massive turnaround yeah um and we've had it once before we we yeah. with with DeFilippo and we thought that the new the new administration was going to be better yeah i mean you always do whenever yeah. there's a change yeah. it can't I mean, get well, any worse it, you have but. no reason to believe it won't be I mean, I mean there's nothing you know there's no reason to think it won't be better but you know, I, don't know. I mean, but right right now, Adazio is a problem, and the fact that Brad Bates doesn't see Adazio as a problem is, is also problem. a problem. Yeah, uh, and there's and there's nothing we can really do about it. And and yeah. it's not that Brad Bates doesn't see it. I'm sure he does. It's that he's defending him. He's like, yeah. I mean, it, there's no the there's no like Christian. there's no like we need to be better. We need to do this. We need to do that. It's just pure excuses it's just excuses and it's yeah. tough to watch and it's a, it's a bad culture that's been that's been fostered by him over over the yeah. last couple of years so right. I'm, I'm basically done talking about yeah. it we've so we'll we've, we'll revisit next week if they're going to a bowl game we're going to talk about them again but if not um, we can if probably not we can close the book close for, the book for several months until until some news breaks maybe some news will break on people being fired and whatnot if they if they lose against wake forest you have to expect that he's going to be fired but we'll see what happens um so let's transition it into the rest of the sports topic. So we'll kinda, we'll go through them somewhat quickly. Big news today breaks that Jurgen Klinsmann is fired as the U.S. men's soccer head coach. Uh, compiled a 50, 55, 27, and 16 record. 
uh, during his time, 28-13-6 in official competition. Uh, he won the Gold Cup title once and had two straight losses in World Cup qualifiers uh, versus Mexico and Costa Rica. So what are your thoughts on Klinsman being gone? I love it. I hate <laughs> Klinsman. I say fire him. I yeah. am I am the prototypical American in this sense. Unfortunately, it's probably not the best way of thinking about it, but if you're given a decent shot, to succeed like a, and it's a it's a losing system like he, he yeah. he's gonna have to there's a lot of rebuilding that needs to be done but if you're given a decent shot to succeed aka Klinsman, aka lovey smith in tampa aka <laughs> um steve adazio at bc <laughs> and you don't do it in like a year or two maybe three get him out like yeah. you need immediate success and and i know that's not the way you should be looking at it you should build from the ground up give a, a system a, a certain amount of time but there needs to be change. Like it's, it's especially on the global level. Like we should be able to compete in a sport. Like there's one thing (laughs) America cares about. It's sports. (laughs) Um, and that, that comes from the ground level and he, he can't really change that. That's not his fault that Americans don't love soccer and that the best athletes aren't playing soccer. Um, I think they might start doing that now that, um, there's been a lot of concussion issues with football and, um, I don't know. Basketball is kind of top heavy. It's it, people aren't watching it as much. Um, but that being said, if you don't succeed on a global level, I mean, that's what Amer- Americans basically care about: two things: sports and their country and yeah. nationalism. Mm-hmm. Like, if if you can, it can, if it can, if they can make it us versus them, they're gonna do it. Yeah. And I subconsciously do that too. <laughs> and I only watch U.S. men's national team soccer. I don't watch any other soccer. And right. I love the U- U.S. men's national team soccer. And yeah. it's just kind of it's like on that embarrassment level yeah where you're just watching something that you know we should way, be way better at right and it's just hard to watch yeah, and sometimes and sometimes in sports it's like you said sometimes in sports change is needed even if it's not solely that the coach's fault i, I mean like yeah. there there have been i mean what else know, what else do you change right for the well, on, on the u.s men's i, I mean team? like i can relate it back to it like so these conversations happen with my with the teams that i'm fans of in boston They've talked about it with Claude Julian for the Bruins. The perfect example is Terry Francona with the Red Sox. Yeah. Um, Terry Francona is the best manager the Red Sox ever had in their history. You know, it was time for him to go. There was no real, at the time, there was no real debate that he had to go. It's like he, like the culture had just slipped so far. It's like guys were having eating fried chicken and drinking beer in the clubhouse because yeah. they were all friends with him. And it just like, it just, a change was needed no, no matter how good of a manager he is. And he's shown that he's a great manager still. You know, that could be the case here. I'm not saying that I don't, this isn't a vote of confidence for Klinsman saying he's a great coach. I'm just saying, even if it's not all his fault, sometimes it's time to change. And if, you know, for a, for a few goes at it now, they they aren't breaking into the next level of success. You got to try something new. When it when it's when you've gone so long without success, you just have you have to keep going. You have yes. to keep. You just got to keep cycling until you hit. You know, you have you can't just waste away another decade w- with a coach that is not getting it done. So, you know, unfortunately, it's a what have you done for me lately lately business and especially when you are uh when you have a drought of su- of success it's it becomes even more so like that so um, i like it so i i like it too and and you're right we need um to change it up so you know what we do we potentially get in talks with the galaxy's head coach Bruce Arena uh former US men's national team head coach um mm. to replace him so yeah. back to back <laughs> to the basics where we weren't winning in the first place um, so I don't understand the soccer systems. I, I know it's it's much less coaching. I mean, maybe not, but it's much less coaching in America than it is having to get this grassroots yeah. movement of soccer because mm-hmm. children are playing soccer and being drafted into these mm-hmm. leagues in Europe when they're ten years old. Mm-hmm. In America, it's you take the best players playing a sport; they may not be as good, and and mm-hmm. coach them up and, and put them in the system, but. There, there needs to be a culture change around soccer in yeah. America for us to actually succeed. Um, but that being said, it's weird to go back to another head coach. Yeah. Um, I didn't look up Bruce Arena's record, but I know we've yeah. never been very good at <laughs> soccer on the global scale, so yeah. it couldn't have been that great. Right. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just a. It's and I know that it's a small pool to pick from. I'm assuming. Yeah. I, um, but true. it's I don't know. It's a weird weird choice when I hear it as a non soccer fan to yeah. rehire a coach you've had who's before. got it on his resume already and and did not did not get the job done correct so, so we'll see we'll see what happens with that um but clinton's been out as the u.s uh men's soccer head coach so and that was today that, that was, was today breaking that was, news that's breaking news you heard here first um so 
moving on to football, we have right now a game on in front of us, which is the Monday Night Football game between the Texans and the Raiders. Only twist is that it is in Mexico, uh-huh. which is the first time that a Monday Night Football game has been played outside of the United States of America. So, um, don't really care about the game. What are your thoughts on the fact that they're playing in Mexico? Uh, bueno. Bueno. Si. Muy bueno. Si. Yeah. A, a mi también. Yo también. Um, yo también. Yeah. Uh, I think it's great. I yeah. mean, I don't love the London game. It's getting kind of old. The the mm-hmm. Mexico game is kind of fresh. Yeah. It's new. It's fun. Yeah. It And it makes, apparently, in my head, it makes more sense. Like, if you're yeah. going to put a team somewhere where there's a large swath of, of fans to be had, do it in Mexico where yeah. teams won't have to travel 12 hours. Like, mm-hmm. if, if the Chargers had to play a team that was at the Jags in yeah. London, yeah. <laughs> that would be the most epic <laughs> failure of... Like a season schedule, it would be I, ridiculous. I just, I think it's, I, I, I think it's so funny. I saw an article this past week that the NFL was looking into potentially changing the start time of their London games from nine a.m. as if that's the problem. Oh yeah. The, do you think maybe it's that you're sending the Jags there and that the Bengals and the Redskins are playing ties at in London? Yeah. Like a, oh, a Bengals Redskins tie game in London maybe is the reason that no one's watching it's, as opposed so, to it being at nine o'clock. And Mexico apparently, I looked it up, is there's there's a higher um, volume, I guess maybe it's just a, a more population, but there's a higher volume of of football watchers, of NFL watchers in Mexico than there is in um, Great Britain. So it makes perfect sense. I mean, it would, I don't know the, the implications. I guess it's probably easier to set up a stadium in London mm-hmm. economically yeah. than it is in Mexico, but it, it makes total sense now, and things te- seem to be going well. The crowd's real into yeah, it. Yeah. Um, they, they really showed up for all the pregame festivities, so I, I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. So uh, so that's the topic tonight in the NFL. But over the weekend, a few games, we seem to generally touch on the same few topics in the NFL related to our teams and then the kind of the hottest teams in the league. So start, we'll, we'll kind of go through these pretty quick. The Bucks get a huge win over the Chiefs, which huge is win. a huge win at Arrowhead. Let's go, Bucks. Uh, big for me and big for you. Big for the, me. I'll, the, I'll yeah. touch on it briefly because I'm the Bucks fan. Stopped <laughs> a five-game win streak. The Chiefs are on a five-game win yeah. or Well, that was going to be yeah. for their fifth win. Um Great team, uh, very. I think they're seven and three now. They were yep. seven and they two. Were tied for first. In the um, brings Buck brings the Bucks to five and five. Every facet of of um, the Tampa Bay offense and defense and special teams looked great. Roberto Guayo four for four on field goals and made one extra point. So totally happy. Bucks look on the up and up, and apparently it helps uh, you guys out a bit, huh? It does. Yeah. So the Chiefs were up there, tied for first place uh, in the conference, and the Chiefs the last few years have rode these huge winning streaks to the playoffs. So, I mean, it's, you can say all you want that you're not scared of the chiefs if you're a Pats fan, but if they get home field, they're tougher to beat than if they're coming to Foxborough, you know? So, uh, the chiefs losing that game is big for the Patriots, uh, getting back control of the top seed. Although the Raiders are also seven and two, so they can move into, you know, that eight and two spot along with the Patriots. If they can beat the Texans. Derek, I want you to tell the people what you're wearing right now. I'm wearing a Tampa Bay bucks t-shirt that says, (laughs) it says seeds the day. Um, it's a pun on yeah. seize the day. It's siege like a pirate would do, a buccaneer might do, per se. Uh, and why do you have, why do have, you have it, that I shirt? have it because Steve got it for me when he was in Florida at the game that he told you about two weeks ago when they beat the Bears. And it's a good shirt. And, and it's a great shirt. You it's look great, great material. You look, it's great you, material. You look like a great Bucks fan. And I, I also look Christmassy because I'm also wearing green Celtic sweatpants that I got from Matt Keeman, who gave me uh, a bunch of stuff, too. So I've just r- I've raked in a bunch of gear lately. Fire the cannons. From, from my friends. So It's a Bucks Fire life. Fire the cannons. It's a Bucks life. There you go. Now you sound like a Buck. <laughs> <laughs> so a huge win uh, for the Bucks that benefits everyone, uh, yeah. all people. Uh, um, and I guess, and, well, speaking of uh, the Bucks helping out the Pats, Pats yeah, are back on track. So the Pats get back on track. Um, Not well, too impressively. Sort of. Yeah. yeah, I guess what... On track for the Pats means a different thing than it does for the rest of the teams in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, that um, is this true. maybe was a step back for the Pats. Yeah. Because you're expected to win this game. It's a it's a easily pretty yeah. easy game yeah, to and win. Um and you didn't win it in convincing fashion. Not, not at all. I mean it was thirteen to ten in the fourth quarter. Um it, it took a few late touchdowns to actually seal the deal there. Um, you know, you look at the final box score and you say they probably had no trouble. You know, Brady had four touchdowns yeah. against his hometown team, the 49ers. But you know, well, realistically, the game, the way the game went, was not that story. And it was pouring rain. Yeah, that's it was true. pouring that's true. rain. So that takes away the advantage that the Pats have, and gives a little bit of advantage to yeah. the 49ers, who are not a great passing team, strong running, strong team. running team, yep. big offensive line. Pats, not as great offensive line, not yeah. as great as a running yeah. team. Although Legarrette right. Blunt is, is yeah. a very good running back, but the strength of the team is is, Tom is the Brady. passing game. Yeah. yeah. So. There's your excuse. Yeah. There's the excuse. <laughs> also missing yeah. uh, Gronkowski and Chris Hogan. 
Um, but still, nonetheless, um, you know, it, it's it's back on the right track in that they're in the win column. But certainly, like you said, not as impressive. Brady looked great. I mean, but that's not really what you're that's not what you're concerned about at this stage. Like you're looking for the defense to be better. You're looking for the offensive line to be better. You're just all facets of the game. The mm-hmm. kicking game, Steven Gostowski missed another extra point. So, you know, there's a lot of things still concerning. Brady looked fine. He looked he looked great, but that's not what you're worried about if you're a Patriots fan. So yeah. you need the um, other parts of the of every yes. of the team to be clicking. Exactly. Brady will be clicking. He'll make it work. Exactly. So yeah. um so there you go. Uh, they're back on track. The 49ers uh fault. I think they're like one and nine now. Um, yeah, they're so bad. They're, they're a little better than their record. I feel like. I feel like the 49ers are slightly better than one nah, nine. So Bucks crushed them. <laughs> <laughs> true. That, true. That's yeah. They're not true. good. So um, last topic. We seem it seems to be a regular now because of the run that they're on. I don't the even Dallas, want to talk about the it Dallas anymore. Cowboys. They're just, good, dude. So they're, I mean, so I guess my only question now is: Is Dak Prescott in your MVP talk at this point? Seventeen touchdowns and two picks on the year. They've won <sighs> nine straight games. It's. I mean, I think Ezekiel Elliott should get yeah. it. It's just. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird that <laughs> yeah. they're a good team. Like yeah. we've we've been kind of like, oh, is this for real? Yeah, is he going to start? Yeah. Are they going to now? They're nine and one. Yeah, that's pretty like impressive. They're talking about who Romo's going to get traded to next year. Like yeah. that, that's all finally happened. Like, yeah. like we were talking about how that maybe should we're, happen. At we're some point, we're or? at like elite football team yeah. status, and now you're talking about the best two players on the most elite football team. Yeah, which is. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that conversation. <laughs> and they're two rookies, which is kind of scary. Yeah, but. I'm not ready for that conversation. But we did say this. Best offensive line in the league. Yeah. We couldn't name a person on the offensive yeah, line. that's true. And I still can't. Um, I'm going to look it up now, right in now. in fairness, in fairness, I can't name a ton of offensive linemen. Yeah, but you I, can name some superstars. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, but not a ton. So, so yeah. I, uh, you know, in the NFL, I guess five five like good offensive linemen gives you the best offensive line in the league. You know, so, so yes, there, there are offensive linemen superstars out there. But having five just good ones would give you the best offensive line in the league. If you're really balanced and really... Just five really good players across. All right, so you the, ready for their the names? Board. I am. They lost Lyle Collins, who apparently is really good. Um, so here they are: Ty- Tyrone Smith, Ronald Leary, Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, and Doug Free. Okay. I feel like Doug Free and Zach Martin are names and I've heard. I know. Uh, read me back the first name again. Tyrone Smith. I, I know. I've heard of that name as well. He's a Pro okay. Bowler, I believe. Okay. Zach Martin, I think, was on the Dolphins for a while. Uh, I might be wrong, but those are your new. Yeah. Su- those are your new superstar offensive linemen. Like, yeah. Forget the the Joe Staley's and the um, Jeff Saturdays of the of old. Now it's yeah. these these five guys. Yeah, because um, they are crushing it. They are. They're um, and, I, and I, it's rare that. And I, I actually watched it last game a little mm-hmm. bit because, um, I mean they t- they they're talked about all the time. Yeah. And it's it, you got to find the common denominator. You got to find the key. Like, what's right. the reason that these two rookies are lighting up the NFL? Yeah. I mean, they're right. good, but right. Um, and they literally every play push the defensive line oh, yeah. two yards forward, yeah. whether it's a pass or a run. Yeah. They have they've got it going on. And yeah. it makes a rookie's job very easy. It does. And so um I, I mean we'll we don't have to talk too much about an offensive yeah. line. That's a boring conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but um keeping out for those guys, I mean Tyrone Smith, Ronald Leary, Travis yeah. Frederick, Zach Martin, Doug Free. Those are those are the linemen's name you should know yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna know five in the NFL because right now they are the reason that we have Two MVP rookie yeah. candidates on the yeah. same team, it's ridiculous. which is unheard of. Yeah, it, it, on a team that was pretty bad, not bad, yeah. but just above average the, for a long time. The, the two guys that are fighting for rookie of the year are, are two of the top four in the MVP race. It's it's insane. They should win one and two. Yeah, they should. Once you oh, get one, once you yeah. get the other. I yeah. mean, it probably won't yeah. never happen. They'd have to win both. But yeah, yeah, right. Who if someone wins rookie of the year, the other he won't lose. Or sorry, if someone wins MVP, they won't lose rookie, rookie of the year. Of the year yeah. yeah. Um, either way, so we'll see if they keep it rolling, but certainly looks like they're legit. Time to stop questioning whether uh, that team's for real. So it's time to start thinking about when they'll lose again. Yeah, they might not. They might never lose. Jack Prescott may never lose a game. They may never lose again. Um, so that's it for sports. Uh, we'll try to rifle through some Westworld real quick. So uh, Westworld this past week, maybe a bridge episode. We talked about a little bit off the air, um, but we do get a couple things I want to just mention. Um, one thing I noticed, I'm sure you probably noticed as well. We get a little bit more confirmation about this whole two timelines thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so in in the in this episode, um, the man in black and uh, and Teddy and Teddy are walking around, you know, and they're uh, looking for Wyatt, you know, and uh, they see the blonde girl who's laying down and tie and her wrists are tied together on the ground, and the man in black says uh, makes a comment like, "Oh, they still have oh you're they still have you out here," 
And so, and, like, and that's the lady, again, good to see like you that. again, something along those lines. And that's the same lady that greeted William when he very first got to Westworld. Oh, um, was it? It was. Yeah. Oh. That lady in that weird like entrance room where she's like saying that she'll, you know, she, oh, she can yeah. stay as long as he wants. That's where she was. Yes, yes. Wow. I did and not so, make that connection until just so now. And so that to me, like I said, that was like if Because I, I remember seeing her later in the episode with Dolores. Yeah. Oh wow, you're right. She was. She's the, the very first one that William sees at yeah, Westworld. Wow. Um, and so he makes a comment, and and so that to me is like, yes, this is William. You know, years later. Yeah. Wow. Um, Good connection. There's also then a few minutes later, he's talking about he's talking to Teddy about how like he you know his wife uh you know uh he killed herself and he had all the troubles at home, and he comes back to the park to see who he truly to find out who he mm-hmm. truly is, and it's like very reminiscent conversation of what William. Uh, was kind of saying to Dolores in that train about how like you know I feel so real here and like mm-hmm. I it's you know yeah. so I th- so that's one thing to me is that we th- I think got confirmation that that theory is that makes is sense true. it makes perfect sense now um, it makes perfect sense yeah and so uh, but yeah so and then the the only other thing that I have marked down here was that uh, Maeve continues to be a hugely so central piece of I've got this. a problem with Maeve's storyline okay I do I have some big problems with it <laughs> two two major problems actually the first problem is that she. She's figuring all this out very easily, and it it, it kind of just snaps its fingers yeah. and happens. And every time her storyline needs to be advanced, it's her talking to those two idiots, telling them basically, <laughs> "Please advance my storyline." Yeah, like she says, "This is what I need to be done." Please advance my storyline. There's no there. Every once in a while, they'll throw her in in the um, cowboy world, and she'll there'll be a shoot, there'll be some gun scenes, and she'll yeah. do something that's irrelevant. Then she'll go back to those people and say, "All right, advance my storyline yeah, a little further." Yeah. So it's it's getting repetitive, and I don't enjoy watch. Like, it's interesting because she's gaining consciousness. Like that's yeah. the whole that's the whole point of it is mm-hmm. that you're you're kind of feeling weird about is she a robot? Is she not? Like, how is she doing this? Blah blah blah. But the storyline itself is just yeah, it's it's just her being naked saying. Like now, yeah, you're, gonna, you're gonna do this. You're gonna do this. Now you're gonna yeah. do this. Now you're gonna yeah. do this. And it's like and and realistically those guys would just go like tell their manager yeah. like this when robot's she, like, like next time she's the in the very park, first say, time it happened they would have been like hey like all right all right i'll go uh, do like this for some, you and then yeah. be like okay uh someone go down there she's going crazy and then yeah. they would go down like, this there. one like, this one can yeah this one can it's tell like, you yeah exactly <laughs> yeah like uh yeah no so that i don't like and also now she's been she's like oh turn my intelligence up so you turn her intelligence way up and she's like right rewrite my code rewrite code and now she can control the robots yeah and they don't explain why yeah she can just control them she just narrates and they do what she's narrating and i'm sure i mean i'm you they're leaving it up to me to decide the the technicalities of the show which i shouldn't have to do like i i didn't make the code yeah like just tell me how it works or like i'm not gonna assume it's it's all just I don't know that you can program a code that makes her a, a person who can yeah. control them. It's just hard. It's hard to wrap your head around, and now it's right. a little harder. Um, and also, last point about this is, it's very losty. The show's becoming yeah. very losty. It's written by J.J. Abrams or directed yep. by J.J. Abrams, director of Lost, director of um, The Leftovers. Yeah. I mean, a show that just what asks could be more questions on top of questions. What could be more than than Maeve like with that whole flashback with uh, Man in Black, like killing, uh, shooting her and her daughter, and then she like she like falls is alive, down she falls down right dead, dead smack in the middle of the maze. What could also be more like, lost <laughs> that Dolores and the William get to the entrance of the maze. They get there, yeah, and then they leave. Yeah. They run away. <laughs> He's like, "No, we're not doing this anymore. We've spent a eight episodes getting you here, but now it makes yeah. you upset. So we're yeah. gonna run as fast as we can away from this." <laughs> it's so lot. Like, just yeah. go and the like, do the thing you were meant to do. Yeah, do the thing you were told to do. Do the yeah. thing you and, want and, to and, do. And the hallucination type of things are yeah. very similar to Lost it's, as well. So that's my. Ne- I mean, it's a great show. It, it's touching on some very. I mean, some very very deep hard-hitting stuff it's hard that's yeah. why it's it's easy to to pick pick it apart because yeah. it's not i don't know it's just once you get too deep into it and you're thinking it's it's real and you start questioning you start questioning a lot yeah uh, and, and that's in the case with bernard and and how he's feeling now because he's a robot who knows he's a robot but he's still controlled and doesn't really care but he yeah. can kill people it's a it's a whole <laughs> it convoluted could, it, system it, but. it could tailspin if they don't if they don't keep it on the tracks here. If they, if they don't keep it nice and tight, then exactly. And there's, so there's two episodes left in the season and now we're wondering, there's going to be a second season. There's definitely going to be a second season. Yeah. And are we going to get any, 
any answers. of the answers yeah. is the thing. Are we going to, because we haven't even, so here's the, here's my thing. So Wyatt is a big deal. They haven't shown Wyatt. They've shown him once in a flashback. Probably wasn't him. And Arthur is a big deal. So yeah. they're leading us up for. Sounds like Jacob to me. <laughs> yeah. They're leading us up for another big reveal or another big twist. And I don't want it to be the timeline thing because that doesn't answer any questions. Yeah. That is yeah. just a cool yeah. storyline showtime yeah. editing trick. It's yeah. not, you know, along that line, I really hope that they don't, I really hope that they don't present the timeline twist as like a, whoa, look at this. Cause like so, so many people have already picked up on it and they've already, they've already laid down a ton of strong hints on that. So like, I really hope that they don't treat it as one of those, like, wow, look how stunned you're about to be. Like there's two timelines, yeah. you know, like I really hope they don't, make some big dramatic editing to like present that because that, that would let me down. Cause that's yeah. like, I mean, it's, it's, if I didn't know that I probably yeah. wouldn't pick up on it. It would be a very cool twist. Oh yeah. But, but, but it's it, not, it's just the thing. There's so many, once the, once all the things are pointed out, it's like they're, they're laying down a ton of like really, yeah. really cute, like obvious kind of obvious cues. Yeah. yeah. And so like, you know, if they treat it like that big reveal, I'll be pretty upset because that's like you said, it's not answering anything. It's just like, Whoa! Look at this. We kind of fooled you a little bit here. Like that's yeah. not what the whole point is. So yeah, we fooled you by the way we showed you things. Yeah, not which is cool. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's cool. I, I like that. Yeah. I, I like it. But they can't make that the focal point. Yeah. Let's let's answer. I don't know. I'm nervous. I, I'm still yeah. in. I'm 100 yeah. in. It's a great show. Watch every week. Yeah. A little nervous. Yeah. I agree. So that's it. That's, that's my that Westworld. for Westworld. And we go to the final drive. What do you think? First, second. What do you want to do? I'm gonna go first, Derek. First. Thanks do for it. asking. Do it. All right. My final drive this year. Um, I've got. I actually want a year. Uh, I, I do that again. Yeah, I've done that's the second time that I've done lot, that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> my final drive this week is, and there's uh, two quick ones this time. It's it's involving Christmas time. I know it's a little early, um, but I've got two final drives. I don't want to waste two final drives in two weeks with these two. So the first, if you need a holiday gift idea for your mom or your significant other, or your girlfriend or your dad or whoever, um. Birch box, B-I-R-C-H-B-O-X. Um, I got it for my mom last year. It's a subscription, um, and I ordered the the woman one. You can order a male one or a female one. Um, so she gets that every week, and it's these little tiny. Um, it's a su- subscription, so it's a little sample of a bunch of different things. So it's for her. It's like perfume, uh, face wash, hand hand soap. Um, makeup remover, eyeliner. It's just random random knickknacks that that you would love to have, but you don't go out and buy full expensive bottles of, but they give you every month a ton of little bottles. And the reason it's great is because it's a monthly thing. So every month she gets it, and it's almost like I bought her a gift every month. Um, so subscription gifts are the way to go. They make you they, they keep you they keep you in the forefront all year round. Once a month, you're getting like, oh my gosh, thanks so much. My birch box showed up. I'm like, there you go. Bought your present eight months ago. It's still paying off. So very, um, you get a lot of return on your investment for birch box and subscription gifts. Second quick one is um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rager. We got to start planning. We'll get it to you. It's the, I think it's the sixth annual, seventh annual, either sixth or seventh annual. I'll, I'll double check, but um, we're, we're still going strong. It's going to be, it's going to be live. It's going to be lit. It's going to be loud. Um, and everyone needs to be there. So start hyping it up, start getting people involved. We'll send out more info and talk about it on the show. So Rudolph the Red Nose Rager and Birchbox final drive over. Cool. There we go. Uh, my final drive will be a quick one. Uh, it's a note on the traumatic experience I had this weekend, uh, trying to park in Boston. So it's just a, this is just a PSA. Just don't even, don't even bother trying it. Um, Saturday night after Boston College game, uh, you know, last tailgate of the year, we get back, trying to park, park, look, driving around for two hours around around the north end. Saturday night, apparently everyone wants to look at that Christmas tree or whatever that they light up, and the Bruins were playing, and uh, you know, a bunch of different stuff was happening. All the garages were full, all the streets were literally jam packed, nowhere to move. Ended up just driving home, just driving home to the South Shore. Did, couldn't even handle it, so. Uh, so a PSA, don't even bother. Try if you're coming into Boston, if you're coming in to don't, see me and Steve, don't ever come. If you're coming to see me and Steve on a Saturday night, just come see us on a Tuesday night instead. Because or take the T, or take the train, or, or park somewhere far away. Um, so that's that. That's just a just a PSA for you. Um, don't don't try it, and you will be happier than if you do try it. So that's it. 
Parking. There you go, parking. That's it's a great final drive. <laughs> a fi- so you maybe next, call ne- it the final park. Next week if we you have, want. Next week we have watching paint dry as my final drive. So Well no, Derek, did you hear what I just said? <laughs> no, I missed it. It's almost like this is instead of your final drive, it's your final park. Because you ah, might get rid of your car. That's true. Yeah, I might well I, I might send my car home, you know, for the winter. So it's your final so, Boston park. Final park. So That's great. That's it, yeah. Wow. That's it. Wow. What a way so. to end the show. <laughs> so that's that for episode 43 of You Heard It Here. Second, thanks again to Devin and Amy for being great contestants on the show. Nine out of ten. Well record. done. Nine out of ten. Uh, and next week is the one year, so we'll we'll be thinking about what we can do for that uh, and try to get you guys some kind of some sort of a specialty uh, something. I don't know. We'll see. Something so, like that. Specialty something. All right. So, see you next week. See Later ya. days.